Welcome to Sports, Sports, Sports. The masks are mandatory, but we're still open of sports and culture. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. <laughs> Question mark. The man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. <laughs> and in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 145. How are we? I'm good, I think if you multiply that, the number of our episode by 50, you'll get to the number of cases that Florida announced today. Winning. And we didn't even plan that. No, no. no. That was completely yeah, organic. This was it's, God's timing. It's numerology, man. God's timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody owns the ocean. Uh, <laughs> so how are we doing, guys? Maritime law. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is international waters. Right. <laughs> that's that's uh, going to be what Florida's governor is going to say next. Yep. No, this is international waters. <laughs> Florida's in international waters. See, <laughs> see the way we stick out. Three sides. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, definitely you qualify. You can't own us. Nope. And yep. who would want to? <laughs> right. <laughs> good point. Yeah, I feel no. good. By the way, to answer your question. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How's, well, how's your tea? High tea, tea, low tea. My tea is uh, at operational level currently. <laughs> good. Good. Maximum overdrive. Yeah. Rowdy, yeah. how about you? Um, Earl Grey, hot. Yeah. <laughs> hot tea. Hot I wish tea. I had one of those. Yeah. Be nice. What uh, are those things called, Rowdy? Oh, a replicator. A replicator. Yeah, man. That'd be From, cool. uh, the next generation. TNG, for those of you that yeah. don't know what we're talking about. I can't. It's actually, honestly, it's too late for too late at night for me to have tea. Why? Even, what would happen? Even decaffeinated uh, tea? I wouldn't sleep. Yeah, uh, last week I had some decaf tea that uh, I had some in the fridge and uh, drank some with dinner. And then at like three, just like three in the morning. That's all. Four in the morning. I'm like, yeah. What's going on? And, and I'm like, I think it's that tea. Because even decaf tea still has some caffeine in it. I'll tell you what, I drank that glass of tea, and I'll swear if I didn't stay up half the night. <laughs> it was awful. Was it, a de- was it a decaf tea or, or a, yeah, like an herbal tea? It was, it was decaf tea. It was was decaf- it iced or hot? It was iced. Ah, that's your problem. Why would you drink? So was it actual tea leaf that they've decaffeinated yeah that's a that so sounds like a mistake in it. so it was a mistake yeah so that's that's not from god they just look at the tea leaves and say caffeine be gone and then brew <laughs> it that may have been yeah. what they did i don't know uh-huh. Uh-huh. i thought i was dying or having a panic attack or something i was just like what is going on here oh yeah i drink tea <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i had that decaf tea tea typically <laughs> makes my anxieties pink I had a real spicy dinner and a cup of tea. Yeah, I tell you what. What did, what did you have for dinner that that precipitated the tea? The Baba ganoush. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just sounded good. Yeah. Sounded refreshing. Was it something you brewed, or was this already canned or bottled? It was, it was brewed. We brewed it. Oh. 
I mean, oh. it came in tea bags. You can get tea in tea bags, and then basically you put it in water. Uh, it, was like, it was sun tea. It was we did sun had some sun tea put uh, in the fridge. Oh, that's your problem. It had all in, that ultraviolet light in it. Enjoy your botulism. We harnessed yeah. the sun. <laughs> So it probably was decaf, but then the sun's energy reacted. The sun energized it. What you, you basically know, turned yourself into a solar battery. You should probably Google uh, sun tea and read all the articles about how you shouldn't make sun tea. Really? Because, yeah. Because it releases all of the toxins from the vessel when it heats mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. What? Amongst <laughs> other things. Yeah. That it's, it's pretty unclean, the whole process. It's delicious. It doesn't do anything either. No, not like really. You can just it's, soak tea. And it will do the same thing on your counter. Yeah, yeah, in your in your ice box if you want, Papa. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, just put it. Just put the tea in the the tea bags in the water and sticking it back in your ice box. In the ice box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's a good, good story. The more uh, you know. Anybody, I'm gonna set you up here. You ready? You can cut this out later if you want, because we're doing so many edits on this show. Uh, did anybody do anything uh, of any athletic endeavors this week? Hmm. Anybody? Andy? Anybody? Uh, <laughs> Anybody? I shared, I shared this story before we recorded, but I'll, I'll repeat it here. Uh, Thank you. For all, for all of our friends at home. Um, I went out with one of my daughters to a nearby park, and there was a little league practice happening, um, maybe Babe Ruth League. Mm -hmm. Could be Cal Ripken. Could be Senior yeah. League. Uh, and so we we're just kind of standing around watching them and I'm kind of explaining how baseball works. Imagine that. Oh, wait, I would have <laughs> loved that. Yeah, I heard you, that. You glossed over that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, she was, she was pretty into it. Um, were you like, so see, the, here's the, what he's facing. He's got, uh, he's dead, you know, he's up three, one here. So really he can choose what he wants to do on this next pitch. We'll wait well, for the signal to come in from the dugout. I will say there were things the coach, the coach was t teaching the young athletes different things. And I didn't understand a lot of what he was saying. So for example, one of the things he was saying, was it, he was telling, telling a kid that you've got to, was it step out of the box? You got to step out of the box. I don't know. Some I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, when you're batting, when you're batting, what is the thing you'd want to do with the box? Step in the bucket. Did he? Was he talking about? Do you want to step in the bucket? Box. Oh, in the batter's box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if if, if these kids are like 12, 13 years old and they don't know that they need to be in the batter's box, there are larger problems at play here. What's the batter's? Box? Oh, is the batter's box? That's the the box literally painted on the ground. Guys, I so now I'm just getting this picture that like this is the closest that our real world has ever gotten to actually understanding Calvin Ball. Like I think if Rowdy, if you were explaining baseball, like this is the closest we've ever gone to like this is Calvin Ball. This is that of Calvin and Hobbes. Like that's what we finally got. Well. There, so what happened next? A little bit of it was over my head, but then as we're standing, <laughs> yeah, a little and, bit, and and I was a little, you know, the whole team, nobody was wearing masks. Everyone's just, you know, I don't know, whatever. If you want to do that, fine. You you know, you choose what you feel like is safe for you. But 
uh, I don't want to, I don't want to be near any of them. So we were standing at a distance Well, kid comes up and hits a foul ball and it lands about two, three feet in front of us. And everyone kind of turns and looks at me, including the coach. And I'm just kind of standing there. Like, I don't want to touch this ball that all these people have been touching with their sweaty hands and wiping their faces and everything else. And so, but then I felt peer pressured. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know if these kids were my peers, but uh, I felt social pressure. pressure. Yeah, I felt the social pressure. So I did pick up the baseball and I threw it back to the girl who uh, was at first base. And um, when you say you threw it back, would you say, in the general direction, yeah, I would say I had. I would say I had the. My aim was just dead on. Yeah, <laughs> I just was throwing say, pellets. I, I did not uh, put enough power behind that ball because yeah. she, she had her glove out because uh, she believed in me, and uh, <laughs> the ball the ball just dropped out of the air about three or four feet in front of her, and I was just like. Did she yell, nice throw, Papa? Let's get yeah. I, <laughs> the, coach, the coach just goes, thanks. <laughs> thanks for nothing. So that was my, my big sports moment this week. And then later, after they, were, after they were all gone, we walked back by the, uh, uh, their little baseball diamond after they were all done playing. So they're, I, cute, they're cute so little coached, baseball diamond. So I yeah. coached my daughter to run around the bases so she could see what that was like. But yeah. Mm. So. And then you finish with, and that's the last time you'll ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Listen, this, what you just did, this is free. I'm not paying for a little league. So yeah. enjoy this. Enjoy, enjoy. running. That's hilarious. Washing your hands when we get home. I also saw there was a t-ball game at the next diamond, and that was kind of hilarious because all of the, again, no masks. It's just a bunch of little like three or four year olds and their parents all together because the parents have to run with the kids because the kids don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And so twice, the, <laughs> the this kid. <laughs> Hit the hit the tee ball and it went you know went like you know four or five feet and uh, slammed it, it. He starts running towards first base and gets about halfway there and then just turns back around and runs to home plate and then they were like oh okay let's redo that and then he just did the exact same thing again just like that's <laughs> that's probably what I looked like yeah well he, he he found the outcome he wanted right he just didn't want to go through the process of getting there. Well, and right. He's like, I hit that ball so hard. This is where I'm going to end up anyway. So yeah. right. and, why worry? It's pretty yeah. obvious that, that they were going to tag first. Uh, is that what you call it? Tag first? Tag him out? Again, I don't know what's happening, so I can't give you a definitive answer. Yeah, that's what you're trying to call it. Baseball terminology is what I'm asking about. They either tag him out or throw it to first. Yeah, so maybe he was just like, do I really want to run all that way? Eh. Hmm. So he uh, gave up on the play like Bryce Harper style is what I'm he hearing. Gave yeah. up. Yeah, did the Ronald Acuna. I don't care. Yeah. Really, it was the Adam Dunn move. Adam Dunn hated running. So uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Do you guys think this should be a recurring feature of the show? Like I go and just stand outside of youth sports. Youth, youth sports practices that I don't have any children involved in and just, you know, 
just stand there and observe and then in this climate i would not recommend yeah and then this economy not a chance yeah. <laughs> with that weird no sir <laughs> maybe just talk about them on itunes yeah hey, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not doing anything creepy. You yeah. can you can hear all about it on on iTunes. Yeah, we, we get we get three reoccurring segments out of this, and then on the fourth one, it'll just be a duo because you'd be no longer uh, yeah no longer a free man. Oh yeah, when he comes back, it would just be a, a uh, complete diatribe about the uh, bail system. <laughs> apropos nothing let me tell you about prison i'm a little torn too because i want to be accurate in my reporting but when i would yell out after each each person batted i would i would just as they're running i would yell out what's your name <laughs> i got some looks so hey number six what's your name <laughs> <laughs> He's got a notepad out there. Yeah. I need to talk to you after the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How much do you weigh? <laughs> He's making baseball cards for the kids. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, What's your favorite subject? <laughs> In my sketchbook. <laughs> yeah. This is all totally normal. Yeah. No, no, no. You got it wrong. It's for my podcast. Yeah. No, the, the hair sample, that's for my baseball card. It's like I put the, you know, the pieces of the jerseys and stuff on the, like, fancy baseball yeah. cards. Now I just, yeah. yeah, just give me a little bit of your hair. Game one. This is game <laughs> one. No, man. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. We've definitely gone off the rails. and yeah, We like to have fun here. When we do. This is, this is, this is good. Uh, yeah, this isn't even a record for how fast we've uh, we've ruined this whole episode. And we so. haven't even talked about food yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button if you so dare after that whole episode that just happened. Uh, and uh, subscribe. And uh, with that, Rowdy, let's get on with it. Hey, how about some sports? How about it? Uh, first headline, Talladega. Huh? Oh, yeah. what happened in Talladega? So if you guys don't follow NASCAR, you may not have heard, but I'm sure you heard because it was everywhere, that uh, in light of um, – what's his last name? Bubba uh, Wallace. Wallace. That Bubba I always Wallace. want to say Bubba Watkins. Isn't that a golfer? Yes. Yeah. Um, Bubba Wallace and the Black Lives Matter car. And a little last week we touched a little bit on how there was a uh, thin blue line car or like a cop car. Well, mm -hmm. uh, at the Talladega Speedway, uh, Super Speedway, excuse me, the Talladega Super Speedway, mm -hmm. um, Bubba Wallace's pit crew discovered and reported that they found a noose hanging in the garage, the garage number three of the motor speedway. And uh, that caused quite the uproar at the race. And then um, got ferreted out a little more. It was investigated by uh, local authorities as well as the FBI. And what was it, guys? Within 24 hours, really? They kinda, it, was, it was pretty fast, I felt like. It was, yeah, it was uh, less than, or just over 48 hours. It was okay. Sunday at 10.45. Eastern oh. PM when this was uh, when Bubba Wallace texted this out or tweet, tweeted it out that it, there was a news. And yeah, by Tuesday, 
the FBI uh, said they're not they're not going to pursue charges. And the investigation after the investigation ended up showing that there was a noose, but it had been there since October of 2019. So it was from the fall hate collection, not the spring <laughs> hate collection. And it was t- it was t- the end of a garage pull rope that yeah. was tied in uh, tied like a noose, correct? Like a yeah. loop, like a loop with the uh, coiled slip knot. Yeah. So what are we to make of all this? <sighs> Boy, this can go in a lot of directions. The way I see it, I mean, it to me it illustrates the sensitivity and the fervor about race relations right now in the country and how quickly that blew up and rightly so in a lot of aspects under the assumption that it was placed there by somebody uh, attempting to threaten or intimidate Bubba Wallace and his team. The other aspect is that the FBI just comes in and says it's been there the whole time. This wasn't intended. This didn't have anything to do with Bubba Wallace. The the garages are randomly assigned to the drivers. Mm. Um and a third category is, do people buy what the FBI has to say anymore? Hmm. Are these uh, hypotheticals, or can I answer those? You can go right ahead and answer them. See if you can so get you... these off the tee more than four or five feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll right. throw it right over the plate. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. Uh, you're going to run with me to first, at least yeah. halfway? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, to the last question, no, I don't trust the FBI. Yeah. They have plenty the, evidence, evidence not to be trusted. Yeah, over go there. ahead and Google letter years. Yeah, and then get yeah. back to me. Yeah. Any, most anything to do with Native American people and get back to us. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but the other, I mean, so this all start really started three, four weeks ago because Bubba Wallace kind of led the charge again since I think it started in 2018 as well to uh, ban the Confederate flag right. from these events. So, I mean, yeah, people were already, it's definitely, you said it best, like the, the heightened sensitivity to all of this right now. Um, it's it's um, right, justified, but. Yeah, it's, but it's on it's, tilt right now. Yep, yep, yep. So anybody, and, and apparently he never saw it. Right. From what he put out there on his tweet that he had never, he never saw the news that it was just one of his, uh, pit crew saw it and pulled it down and then told him about it. So that's kind of interesting too. It it is and not not to get too conspiracy theorist here, but it is kind of amazing that the FBI just like had a picture of what this pit looked like in October almost a year ago. Yeah. They're professionals. They're gonna have they're gonna have security archive sure. footage of all that stuff. They're they're yeah. They're professionals, but professional what? Surveillances. There you go. Surveillers. Surveillers, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's all very odd. So have you heard – What's well, I guess I should ask this this way. What's the blowback from this? Is there blowback on Bubba? Oh. I think there's – yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the biggest problem is that it – you know, it – it makes him look like he he was blowing something out of proportion when it wasn't him in the first place that that started all this. So I think there's um, I, I think there's a little bit of blowback there, and and I don't know. I'm 
hoping that NASCAR, you know, they've come out and said, hey, we're relieved to find out that this was not, you know, a, this was not intentional. This was not directed at, at Bubba Wallace. But hopefully they say, you know, they, they still kind of support him and, and say, you know, we still stand by him. Like this is not a, uh, this shouldn't distract from what we're trying to do with, you know, banning the flag and um, Confederate flag and all that. But right. Well, at, this, at the same weekend or right before this weekend, I have no, I'm, I'm having a really hard time with the NASCAR, uh, calendar right now yeah it seems like they're racing like every every like thursday and monday it does feel like that i don't know what's happening I, as a sports podcaster i guess i should look it up eh. i'm probably not going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but on the last race there was what two different uh, banners that were flying that air airplanes came in and one said defund nascar and have the confederate flag yeah yeah I'm sick, other... my, I'm sick of my tax dollars going to nascar right <laughs> I, I've, I've had it up to here yeah put that money in indycar or something you know yeah. so that the, the flyover was not at talladega that i don't know i can't figure i think no that one was in alabama that was a race in alabama yeah that's where talladega is is it okay yeah. then it's the same one i thought talladega yeah. was in florida no yeah. You're thinking okay. Daytona. Oh. Uh, and the other, the other one that was flown, I believe it was at the same race, said White Lives Matter. Ooh. So that's a thing. Um, well, I think that this is, this is definitely not surprising as blowback from the whole Confederate flag ban. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, and I think, Snoop, you asked – do I think that there will be some kind of pushback or something? And uh, I, I wouldn't have imagined that it was a flyover, but um, I definitely, you know, definitely surprise you. Yeah. They'll, get, they'll, they'll come at you from directions you're not ready for. They will. And that, um, that the, the blowback wasn't surprising. Maybe the medium of the blowback was a bit surprising, but um what I what concerns me about the Bubba Wallace thing in particular is that this this um, emboldens or justifies or solidifies the cynicism of the the ban on the Confederate flag and the kind of implicit racism with a lot of uh, what people at least assume is the culture of nascar and that's the problem i mean it, it's it's kind of a cry wolf thing even though it's still murky as to what the hell is was actually going on but i think if you're a cynic you're and and you tend to lean towards being a sim, uh, sympathetic towards the confederate flag and that kind of symbolism then this is just stokes your fire yeah i agree the unfortunate I, think it, part. I think it just sh like if if you already lean one direction i think that it just says you can say, see, there's not right. a problem here. See, they're making this up or they're blowing yeah. everything up. Yeah, there's not a problem here. It's heritage, yeah. not hate. So, right. yeah, see, no, there's no racism. I reserve my right to celebrate losing a war. <laughs> yes. Do that on your own time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as one of our friends said uh, here in the last 
couple of weeks, uh, his soul patch lasted longer than the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's unfortunate for his face <laughs> more than anything. It's true. It was the early 2000s, man. It was weird, yeah. Reality Bites was a thing. So The other know. thing I thought was interesting is I watched a segment, an interview with Bubba Wallace on CNN. I think he was on um, uh, Don Lemon's program. Mm -hmm. And he made the statement, it was a noose regardless of whether it was put there in 2019 or 2020. There was a noose in my stall. Yeah. It was and a I noose. Thought, I thought, I mean, I, I get that. I get the imagery of it, but... At the same time, it's like, I don't know. It is. The, the FBI thing makes me squirrely. How so? Just It, it just piques my skepticism of everything. Um, in which direction? Or in all directions? In the directions of the FBI. And it's mm -hmm. just like, I mean, it's, clearly the FBI, it's clear that the FBI, in some capacity or another, serves a racist administration. Mm -hmm. So could it just be like the FBI is being used as a tool to snuff this kind of thing out? I don't know. You'd like to think they're independent enough, but history counters that at yeah. many turns. Mm -hmm. I mean, wasn't it Baldwin who said, you keep saying telling me, but I can only judge you on your actions. Right. And it's, it's not a good history. Right. So. Mm. 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 Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm on the I'm on the the uh the, the there's no conspiracy here. You're on team no conspiracy. Yeah. Which, well, uh, which is that's unusual for me. Yeah, well but yeah, it is. I got I got two questions for you then. Yeah. You a cop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how does it feel to be alone? <laughs> here's, the, here's the real conspiracy. Did you know that the, the town uh, that shares the same name as the Speedway. Talladega. They, no. They pronounce it Talladega. Well, it is Talladega. My, where my people hail, Silicaga, is yeah. 20 miles down the Talladega Highway from the Speedway. Yeah, so they call yeah. it Talladega, but then the Speedway is called Talladega. Yeah. Well, if you're not a townie, it's Talladega, I guess. Yeah. Uh -huh. That is an enormous track. I've driven by it several times. I've never been to it, but it is enormous. Would yeah. you say it's super? It's a super speedway for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. NASCAR's got their NASCAR's got their problems. Yep. And this, didn't help, this didn't help anything. And Rowdy, I don't think we talked about this on air. I think we talked about this later in the week when we were talking, but how we uh we're discussing that the irony of all this, that NASCAR was created by bootleggers who were breaking the law and smuggling alcohol, but now all of a sudden they love cops. Yeah, this, did, this was... Did we talk about that? Yes, we said that on the okay. This was Snoop's point, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, the, the sport that started out as the outlaw sport is right. now the uh, back-the-blue sport. Yeah, that yeah, was, if that was anybody, if, Yeah. <laughs> if anybody should be anti-cop, it's NASCAR. So, I don't know how it happened. Well, it seems like the some factions of Southern society have problems with history. So, maybe that just we'll lump that in with all that. Well, the, I, you know why they have problems with history? 
because they keep tearing down the monuments and then they can't remember. And, and everybody forgets. Uh-huh. That's why they put yeah. the monuments up in the first place. Right. Especially when they erect them, you know, anywhere from uh, 30 to 50 years later, just to remind mm-hmm. those two generations that have passed uh, what, right. what's cracking. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else mm-hmm. we got, Rodney? Um, baseball is back again. Don't. This is a headline like every week, right? Baseball is no, back. But it's for reals back. And is I it for know. real for real now? It's for reals back. So on okay. Monday, this is this is this is my favorite part of this whole thing. I think we talked about this last week that uh, March twenty sixth, baseball, the MLB Players Association and MLB came to uh, an agreement that the owners can decide the season anytime they want. You can right. you you tell us when to show up and we'll show up. The deal was that we're just going to get a prorated salary based on the number of games. So 100% of our salary prorated to the number of games we had. And then there was going to be a couple other things that were going to get flushed out at that point. So MLB signed this. The owners signed this. They have, in, in some respects, they have no leverage in my world at that point. Because if there's no baseball, it's not because of the players. It's because the owners didn't say show up. So then they go back and forth for all this time, making different, you know, 60 games, 80 games, 110 games, expanded playoffs in 2020 or 2021. DH. DH in both leagues, all these things. And finally, the on Sunday night, the owners just say, okay, show up. Show up. Can you guys show up uh, July 1st for uh, a, for spring training 2.0? And can you look at this 100-page document and see if you can abide by all of these health restrictions and COVID-19 rules that we have? Uh, we need to know by 5 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and everybody agreed. And boom, we have baseball. It's going to start cool. either July 23rd or 24th. We don't know what date kind of seems important to, to know, uh, but the players are going to get their full prorated salaries, 60 games. Uh, it's going to have DH in both AL and NL. They're going to play 40 games, uh, so 10 games against the other four opponents in their division because there's five teams in a division, so you're going to play 40 games against those teams and then 20 against other teams within your region. Which is really weird when you start getting out west uh, because of how far away all the teams are from each other. Yeah. This also includes kind of the, one of the more interesting parts for me is this also includes the Toronto Blue Jays. Which I don't know if you guys know this, but Toronto is uh, and Canada is shut down the border, has shut down the border for all non-essential uh, travel. That was always one of my curiosities about all this. Like if uh, old Trudeau says, uh-uh, we ain't playing baseball, yeah, what happens? Yeah. yeah, they're going to have to play somewhere else. There, there has been no talk about exactly where that's going to be. But as much as I love baseball, I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. It's not essential. Right. And especially if they're not going to have play, or, uh, fans in the stands. Right. It's not like this is going to be a huge money maker for anybody. Uh, not TV, the, huh? Yeah, not that the economy is a good reason for people to die. But sir, sir like, <laughs> sir, yes, sorry. My property 
has rights. People and property. Well, you know, that gets into a good, uh, gets into a good discussion we could have about, uh, who owns the rights to a player and how should we treat them as people or property? And is there a difference? Uh, that is interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I love God and all his black people. I think is what I'm supposed to say after that, <laughs> according to high flying bird. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with Toronto. We don't know if MLB is going to be able to play in Toronto. We also have just gotten word that, um, the Philadelphia Phillies have had uh, three players. I've seen three and and seven, three to seven players test positive, positive. today. Uh, oh. Today, the the Colorado Rockies have had three players, uh, including Chuck Nasty. Uh, what Corona can star. function at that altitude? Apparently, and in oh. that sunlight, yeah. Jeez, so already players are getting sick. And they're supposed to report for spring training in a week. Not those players. Not those players. Some of the rules that they've instituted, no spitting, no spitting on the baseball. You can't lick, like, uh, pitchers can't lick their hands. Um, that You can't police that. You it's, have to, it's involuntary. Oh, yeah, I know. And I'm thinking, we've talked about this before, Reed. Like, uh, baseball players are, like, the most, they have the most ticks. Yeah. The most uh, Those the most, dugouts are just gnarly. It's disgusting. Yeah. And everybody, every, all the staff have to wear masks. Like if Dude, you're not all there, you seeds going to get caught up in your mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to have like the little, uh, like you know, the butt flap on old timey pajamas. Yeah. They'll just have a flap like that. To you just see them pull their mask down, and just a huge load of dip spit oh. comes out. No, they can't even spit. No oh. spit. What if it yeah. just falls out of your mouth? What if you just bend over and open your mouth? Yeah, that's not me. That's gravity. <laughs> yeah. I There's no that. force put behind that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I was actually just tying my shoe. It fell out of my mouth. Yeah, that big old chaw just fell right out. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, whoops, now I put a new fresh one in. Yeah, uh, that's just, that to me seems like they're just not tuned into their own sport. All these involuntary ticky things, the... Yeah. I They're mean, so superstitious. You got yeah. to go through your whole process. Yeah. You know, a pitch or two about how you're going to lick your hand or put your put the ball, put yeah. your hand on the ball in the mitt and all those things. It's, it's going to all go away. Touching your eye, touching your mouth, touching your face, <laughs> all the things you're not supposed to do. Like, that's baseball, man. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they get through the whole 60-game season. Maybe there'll be a lot more stolen bases because they'll enforce social distancing, so you won't be able to be on the base to tag people out. Six feet away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood rule. Yeah. Uh, you got just got to be in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, it's like the it infield was, fly rule. I was close enough. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I would have I mean, gotten I, you. One yeah. out? Okay, yeah. I, I would have gotten you. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the honor system. Do you think you could have gotten there? I do. Okay, he's out. He's out, yeah. I definitely made that play. Uh, yeah, I think you would have. Uh, you know, if there's any time for robots to come in and, and take over and just play a game of of uh, just odds, just chance. Yeah, just a randomizer. Yeah. Run through yeah. like a million 
a million uh, uh, sets and just figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Simulate the game a million times. Now, How do you all get behind that? I, yeah. I, I would be all for that. All these games are also supposed to take place in 66 days. 60 games in 66 days. Dude, people are going to start getting hurt. And like, this, uh-huh. this is, I'm with you, Snoop. I, I won't be surprised in the least if they get a third of the way through here and think, mm, this isn't worth it. Yeah, this ain't working out. Well, so what when a player dies? Well, that's even worse. Yeah. I mean, what? it's going to happen in some sport. Like, just statistically. That a player will die. A, 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 a professional athlete will die. Do you have a list of people that you think might, Rowdy? Yeah. <laughs> my, my wish list? Yeah. Hey, what's your name? You're, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that kid's not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see here. Oh, man. Oh, but I'm Jason. You're right, though. Statistically, I mean, it, it, it seems to make sense, although they either, either ideally they peak health, health ending, but I don't know. Well, this is an opportunity, not in baseball, but in basketball, it is an opportunity to actually study the virus if people get it because uh, you're in such close proximity. But I don't know that anybody besides um, Dennis, who said he could outrun a professional athlete, um, <laughs> is going to be in the same physical health. Um, you guys don't the- think we could all outrun Tom Brady? No, I can't outrun Tom Brady. Oh, yes, uh, you, yes you could. I might be able yes, to you could. We all could. That guy is slow as molasses. Yeah, it's I'm like he doing. peels out when he before he gets going. He's like Wiley e. Coyote. If, so I don't know if I could, but I'm pretty sure Big City Adam could. Oh, he's Big got City burst. Adam is, he's got burst, yeah. He does have burst. If I had to pick somebody to race foot race Tom Brady, it'd probably be him. See, this is the thing we've been talking about for years that we need to do. We need to do some kind of uh, pseudo-combine trials, and then we can just match up the data. We know Tom Brady's 40 from the mm-hmm. combine, and we just need to try to beat it. Yeah. How many of those 225 reps did he put up on the bench? Oh, interesting. I don't know. Because I'll tell you how many I'd put up. How many? None. Zero, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to take a pass on this one, Bob. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't do bench press. I only do clean jerk. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's right. That's not a full body exercise. Why would I do that? I'm not working my core at all. You guys aren't into CrossFit here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this looks fun, but yeah. have you heard of Orange Theory? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the rower? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, so baseball man. is back. That's the big news. Um, for, for now. For now. For now. The only other two bits of uh, information that I gleaned, which I thought was interesting, is teams are required to have dedicated testing in all ballparks and desica- dedicated isolation areas as far as possible from the stadium. And that... Uh, like home? <laughs> yeah, you got to go home. <laughs> yeah, as far away as you can be. Yeah, and they are getting thirty-seven percent of their full season salaries. 
So $1.5 billion. Mm. Yep. Oh, they're expanding. This was the last one. They're expanding the rosters initially to 60, to 60 players, 40 players, and then down to 30 and eventually down to 26. But they sh- will have a taxi squad of an additional 30 to 60 players that they can call up at any time. And so those guys think, are just waiting around in hazmat suits to get called up? Correct. In the isolation area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, expanded rosters sounds like a great strategy during the Rona. Yeah, I think we should all get closer together. Yeah, and more of us. That's <laughs> that's a good idea. Yep. Faux show. Hey, let's all travel together around the right. country. I think that's the best strategy. Oh, man, this is not going to end well. Yep. Well, well all they need is... Uh, some $300 magical rings and they can, you know, not have to worry about a lot of this stuff. Those rings are $300. That's the same price as silver solution. That's what the NBA is doing. Um, So the NBA has announced that they are partnering with the company Aura, O-U-R-A, with to uh, give any player who wants it the, the, their Aura ring, which is a, $300 basically fitness tracker. And they claim that this can detect with 95% accuracy um, the onset of COVID symptoms and and can give three days advance warning. And so basically what what What? you wear this ring all the time and it does most of its work at night. Um, It's, uh, they, they prioritize these nighttime measurements because that's when they can get the uh, uh, your resting point yeah. yeah and your sleep data things like that and so um, yeah this, this is some this is some TB12 BS is what this sounds like I tend to agree I don't they know shock you when you get too close to somebody else um, Matt you might be interested <laughs> to know that uh, when you bark too loud. Mark yeah. Benny, Mark Benioff is uh, is a fan of this device. So. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Why would I be interested to know that? I don't know. No reason. Uh, <laughs> the inside of the ring has sensors that measure temperature, respiratory rate, sleep time, heart rate, uh, and then sync those in a smartphone app. And then the smartphone app basically takes uh, these different calculations and. It, it breaks them down into charts uh, that uh, essentially show you uh, what your sleep is like. Um, it shows you your readiness score, so um, how, you've, how your body is ready for each day. And then your activity, um, which can sync up with Google Fit or Apple Health. So um, I don't know. It's... Uh, I, when I first heard, when I first heard about this, I was very skeptical, and then I went to their website, and I gotta say, their marketing works because now I want one of these things. I gotta say, they have a website. I gotta say, yeah, they're advertising it's on the internet. Yeah, their advertising works. It's well vetted because how else could they be on the internet? Well, there's similar products like the Whoop Strap that does a lot of these things, except for say what now? The Whoop Strap. Mm, it does that sounds more fun. Yeah, yeah. Then aura, aura. Uh, they all the, sound like prophylactics. The aura so? ring, the aura ring, like you the nouveau ring. 
Yeah. Yeah. Could cause and the whoop strap. That doesn't sound like a prophylactic. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay. I got we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that after we're off the air. Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like an MTV spring break, uh, segment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> MTV spring break challenge. Uh -huh. Get your whoop strap stuck on someone's order ring. Whoop, whoop strap. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the next 69 boys hot track. It's brought uh, to you by Arsenio Hall. Yep. Uh, is this supposed to, is, is, was the aura ring created for the COVID 19? No. Pandemic? Okay, so it's its own. It is its own thing, and basically, but because it monitors so many different things, um, it, it it essentially functions well for uh, for this. So, so it's not. I mean, it, it's not any different than um, it, it's. It's more just giving advance warning. Yeah. And it, the, the interesting thing, though, is that. Um, the team staff doesn't actually have access to any of the data unless there's uh, they're they're essentially programming it to have this illness probability score. Mm. That's triggered, then they're flagged to to uh, have have additional observation, I guess, from their medical staff. So does this allegedly inform them before they're contagious? Um, I, I don't think, I think they would probably still be, um, contagious. Yeah. But it, it's, um, it, it's, if you're going to develop symptoms, it can give you that advance warning. So I see, I don't know, but very interesting. So yeah. you're a believer. I, I mean, they say, on their, yeah, their, of course they do. They say that they're, uh, while it's not a medical Who else guidance, says the FBI. Listen to this. Yeah, this is some deep state action. See what you think about this. While it's, while it's not a medical device, its capabilities are near perfect when compared to advanced medical wow. technologies. So it's 99.9% mm. reliable compared to medical grade electrocardiograms um, for a resting heart rate. And then 98.4% reliable compared to medical grade electrocardiogram for heart rate variability. And for temperature, it can measure changes as small as 0 0.01 degrees Celsius, which I don't know, that's like sensitive 23 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> mm -hmm. If yeah. I'm doing my math right. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure water boils at 0.6 degrees Celsius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but then you have to change that to grams, right? And then back to meters, yeah. Yeah. What I want to do though is hack all hack all this data. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get all NBA's yeah. health health data. No, yeah, and then you know what happens? You hack the NBA's health data. Somebody says, "Hey, the NBA health data has been hacked." FBI comes looking, and then you're like, "You know what? I've had this since October 2019." Yeah, boo! Yeah, here's photographic evidence. I emailed myself on October 19, 2019, about this. Uh huh. Here it is. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> Actually, all you need to do is fax in a copy of that email to the FBI. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, they still use fax. Mm -hmm. 
them and realtors. A ditto sheet. <laughs> would, you, would you guys wear things like this? No, no chance. Uh, I'm actually kind of interested. I don't know where the data goes. Uh, I need to talk to my consultant, Andrew Yang, to figure out how I control this data. But it's interesting. I've, I've done the Fitbit thing. Uh, I broke my Fitbit twice, so uh -huh. I don't have a watch that does this now. But I would be interested to know, especially when you were saying how accurate it is with the resting heart rate. Yeah, I'd be interested to know that. I'd be because yeah. the Fitbit's not that accurate. I, I've found. Yeah, so, well, and they've gotten they, they've gotten the letter. They go around your uh, <laughs> your finger is because it can be tighter to your skin, so you you have less. Uh, um, you're, you're not worried about, you know, having a loose wristband or whatever. So it doesn't, mm -hmm. it's basically just monitoring all the time. Now, are they going to wear these during games? Uh, that seems like that could affect your shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're licking it. Yeah. Like a baseball player. Yeah. I would think, I would think they'd have to take them off. But what that you that seems else? like that's against the rules to wear jewelry. Mm -hmm in the NBA, isn't it? You don't wear, people don't wear necklaces and stuff in the NBA and rings, do they? Like they do baseball or even football. Some guys I, wear I, necklaces I, in football. I, I, and didn't uh, um, T.O. wear like million dollar earrings and he lost one? Oh Either no, that was Chad Ochocinco. It was Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. Those. No, he wears the super cheap earrings. Oh, that's right. The the glass ones or whatever. The glass ones, yeah. He's like, I get these for fourteen dollars at Claire's. <laughs> like, my guy. Yeah. I I would probably wear one. I would want to check it out. Mm -hmm. I don't nope. know if I'd stick with it. And I'm not doing it for three hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm not going to Orlando to pick one up. I'd let somebody buy me one though. Mm -hmm. Well, it was your birthday. Happy birthday, by he the just, way. You just lose it in the river. Kings <laughs> with my ring. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> so Reed is referencing my birthday gift, which was a which was inspired by Reed. Yep. I couldn't think of birthday ideas, and then Reed was telling me about how he just got a uh, what do you even call it? A magnet fishing magnet. Fishing magnet. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically just a super powerful magnet that attaches to a rope, and you can pull. Well, you can, pull, you can pull ferrous, ferrous metals out of, uh, yeah, out of, out of room. So you can basically. Well, most pull, treasure is non-ferrous. Yes. Right. So you can pull, but you can, you can pull a rest. Why am I not getting rubies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I haven't caught one bullion. I had big plans to pull some rusty metal out of the White River. Big plan. Big Saturday, guys. Yep. A lot of rusty metal. So. I opened it. I opened it up. I was super excited. We went down to the White River. We went under the uh, uh, went under a bridge. Uh, avoided odd stains on the uh, on the concrete and the trolley. and, uh, and uh, you know tossed it in the river. I I mm -hmm. didn't get anything. And then about ten minutes in, it got stuck. And so, if anybody wants a uh, magnet fishing magnet. You on a hundred foot rope. You can go under the west side of the Michigan Street Bridge uh, along the White River, and uh, should still be there. 
the rope included. I so. can't believe you just left the rope there too. We <laughs> couldn't get it. I, I couldn't get it out. I mean, it was it was all just. Where's your pocket knife? Always be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it, but it's this like are you were going down there to pull trash out of the river? Sure. And Treasure. You, <laughs> yeah. Right, sure. And you left something there. Yep. Yeah. With the with the rope. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. Someone's <laughs> going to be very excited. I gave someone else treasure. Oh, dude, I would. I mean, I would be so jacked if I rolled up on one of those. Yeah. Yep. And and, and you just you just couldn't you wade into the river to investigate. Well, I got another. You one. take a picture of it, send it to the FBI, let them know it's been there since June 2020. <laughs> Yeah. I, I am a little bit worried about yeah what people are going to think of this. I mean, it's a thick rope, uh, heavy-duty rope under the bridge, but, I mean, that thing is stuck. But I've got another one, so at some point I'm going to have to do some socially distant magnet fishing with Reed. This yeah, absolutely. Crap we pull out of the... Get on each end of a bridge and yell at each other about what we find. <laughs> I found a hanger. Hey, look at this. <laughs> I found some more barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised when I first did it how much like just granular metal you pull out of the river. See, I didn't even like, get any of that. The magnet was completely covered with just like granular iron and everything. You have to like clean it off. Yeah, it was wild. They are super powerful. Just remember, I almost made this mistake of putting it in my bag and going down to the shop because I was going to go to the river later with my computer in there. Ooh, and yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. That's bad. Yeah. So you got to be careful how you handle these things as well. Anybody out there looking to uh, start magnet fishing. Maybe we'll do some video too, Rowdy, yeah. when we, if and when we get together and go treasure hunting. Mm. very interesting well do yeah. we have anything else to talk about what else we, we got we got seven minutes left okay right, you guys want to talk uh marge shot or do we want to do a uh, quicker yes here for uh marge shot marge shot you canceled <laughs> but, right. she's, but she's already been canceled yeah since 2004 when she keeled over yeah yeah well, that's true. The universe canceled her, but she got canceled even before that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she, well, she canceled herself. She, she opened her mouth and started canceling herself. That's what happened. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yes. <laughs> Let me just make sure that uh, no one will want to work for me and people will piss on my picture, literally piss on my picture. <laughs> that's how much hate I'm going to espouse. She was yeah. probably one of the more racist figures in baseball, for sure, huh? I mean, at least yeah. post the Jackie Robinson era. And baseball goes back to 1866. Well, I mean, it was an all-white all sport for many a decade. But since, modern, let's say modern baseball, perhaps yeah. the most racist figure in modern baseball. She outraces Ty Cobb, the Georgia peach himself. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. For those of you that don't know, former Cincinnati Reds owner, Marge Schott. Butch, as her dad called her. Oh, really? Yeah. The shoe fits, I guess. He, it's all coming wanted, together. He wanted to pass on his fortune to a son, so he's, he called her Butch. Oh. There you go. So, Marge Schott, uh, 
sold the team in 1999 um, after some, let's say, uh, inflammatory comments uh, she made concerning Adolf Hitler, um, some black players that played for her, um, some of the uh, Jewish American folks who worked for her, as well as uh, Asians. I think that's oh, covered. Oh, she even got Asians? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so recently, the University of Cincinnati, who she gave, I think it was $2 million to, um, and they named the uh, baseball stadium after her, Shot Field, uh, decided that they were going to uh, break ties with her and rename the field. I don't think at this point uh, they've renamed it, but on last Tuesday or this Tuesday, the petition that they started, uh, the president finally of the university finally said, okay, we're going to remove her name from the baseball stadium. So uh, it is no longer going to be Marge shot field. Uh, so that's good news. Isn't uh, it crazy that it's easier to get a college field named after a racist woman renamed than it is a dormitory named after a uh, plantation owner that enslaved people on other campuses. Hmm. I'm thinking like, what was it? it? Princeton or, well, Texas, like we talked about last week, but Princeton or Yale, I think, has some uh, buildings Yale. named after yeah. yeah. Princeton also has, I think it's the Calvin Coolidge School of Policy or something like that. Well, and we talked about, uh, what was it, Texas was the, uh, who was your boy there, Rowdy? That was canceled just by, for what he looked like. John C. Calhoun? Yeah, John C. Calhoun. <laughs> yeah. Very canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I mean, good on them. that They seem to be uh, doing things lickety-split. Well, it's yep. funny because they, I mean, this is not a new thing. There was, at one point, they had talked about um, naming, so the stadium is called Marge Shot Stadium. Mm -hmm. And at one point they were going to change the name to Kevin Euclidus or Euclidus Field. Euclidus. Euclidus. Kevin yeah. Euclidus Field mm -hmm. at Marge Shot Stadium. Um, he was like hard pass. Yeah, because he, he is of Jewish descent and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's like that should tell you something, but um, yeah. At the yeah, same Kevin, time, that would have been uh, that would have been uh, a, a grave roller for Marge Shot, huh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Kevin Euclid seems like a pretty cool dude. He's come up more recently in my uh, in my feed, I guess you would say, because he started a podcast called The Greek God of Hops. Uh, he got, he was one of the first in the, like the first wave of Billy Bean Moneyball players. Hmm. And that's where he got his nickname, the Greek God of Walks. Cause if you've ever seen Kevin Euclid, he's just like, just looks like a, a, a Norse kind of God. Like he just yeah. bald, with huge beard. And he was on those Red Sox teams in the early 2000s. Now he owns a brewery out. He's a big beefy boy. He is a big, beefy boy that walks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, that's what he does. He does not slap dingers at all. No. Nope. Um, uh, so he's come up in my feet. He seems like a pretty cool dude, especially after this. He 
helped with the petition, but when they offered, they, they asked him if he wanted to donate enough money to change the name. That's what they did. Why do you need money to change the name? Like, do you, hey, do you want us to name this after you? Cool mill. Hey, here's an idea. How about you pay us not to have buildings named after racists? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's, wow. That is, that is a... That's an amazing policy you just... Yeah. I mean, you already got the two mil from Marge Shot. How much more do you need to change a couple letters? Yeah. And this, like you said, this is not new. Like, this started back in 1992. Yeah. Marge Shot has always been racist. Very racist. And yeah. That, she has not hit... Not shy away from it. Yes. And she, in 1996, she made comments on the record to Sports Illustrated. Yes. I remember this as being, she said. With a cigarette before. hanging out of her mouth. Yeah. 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 What do you smoke? Uh, they, they, she, this, I don't know how they took the money in like 2004 or 2006 and said, this will be fine. No one will remember. Right. Who, what she said, it's like, no, everybody remembered. This wasn't, this wasn't, you know, 60, 80 years ago. This was, what, 10 years ago when she right. gave the money. Right. It's just crazy. Also, she has, um, she had at the St. Ursula Academy in Cincinnati, she had an, another stadium named after her, uh -oh. kind of. It was named because that was the name of, of her St. Bernard. So she named, they named it, she gave money to name it after her dog. Now she actually had two St. Bernards, fun fact. Shotzi was the name of her, her first St. Bernard. So Shotzi Stadium. Uh-huh, the second stadium, or the second St. Bernard was named Shotzi Two. So. So you're telling me over the, let's say roughly 1500 years of Catholic history, they couldn't find anybody better to name a field after than a racist's dog. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It's so, amazing. It's money amazing. talks, Claire. Yeah, it's amazing what money can get you in the Catholic Church, isn't it? <laughs> Talk about treasure. I'll go magnet fishing in the bottom of the Vatican any yeah. day. Yeah, well, give, give me the catacombs. Yeah. <laughs> Also, she has, uh, I found this out, she has uh, a, she gave money to a Boy Scout camp to create an 18-acre lake at Camp Friedlander, which I also believe is probably in, in Ohio, and the lake is Lake Marge Shot. <laughs> oh, man, it's awesome. She's a horrible oh, I bet she'd love the Boy Scouts today. You know what's funny with some of her comments? Oh, yeah, right? Uh, especially after some of the other comments she's made. Uh, she she fired Davey Johnson, uh, the manager, because he was living with his fiancée before they were married. <laughs> Pure, purist, puritanical <laughs> Mark That's right. shot. That's right. And no. you, I believe there's only two players. There might be three players who have ever – made it to the 40-40 club. So 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases. And one of those was Eric Davis, who played for the Cincinnati Reds in that 1990 season when they won the, the World Series. And she had disparaging comments to make about him. 
and he could he could have had he stayed healthy gone down as one of the greatest players to ever play. I mean, he was Barry Bonds and yeah. Jose Canseco before Barry Bonds and Jose Canseco. Yeah, like power and speed, unbelievable player. Uh, and the things she said about him, like how I I don't know how she ever was able to keep the team as long as she was in 1990. Six after her Sports Illustrated interview, she was banned from going back to Three Rivers Stadium. She was not allowed to go to the Red Stadium. And oh like, you can't, you can own it, but we can't see you. Yeah, Marge, just stay home. Just stay home, Marge. You're drunk. Stay yeah. home. And she was. Yep, all the time. Welcome if you got him, I guess, Marge. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got to say about Marge Shot. That's it. Yeah. All right. Are we done? We're done. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is? Honorary Ball Boy of the Week has already been mentioned for his extreme amount of burst. Happy birthday to the seal child himself, uh, A.C. Geisen. Oh, Big City Adam on the Big City Beat. Happy birthday. Eat that cake. Find <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will once again ask, how about some sports? How about it? <laughs>